that takes place after dark and discusses the CW's hit show, Riverdale. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And this podcast should only be listened to after dark. Yeah, so. don't listen to it in the morning. Don't listen to it in the afternoon. Don't tell people when they can listen to it. Just let, You can listen to it whenever you want. No, yeah, listen to whatever you want. But if you really want to enjoy <laughs> it, you wait till it's dark and then wait a little longer so it's after dark. Oh. And, and if well, you want to give yourself just... Just a little massage. What? Just a little massage. Just relax. Yeah. Put out some... This ca- creepy, man. All right. Getting? Yeah. Can we talk about the show? Can we talk about the show? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, we can talk about the show. So we can talk about the second episode of Riverdale, season two. Now, to get people caught up, um, what do you think they need to know? They need to know that uh, Archie, you know, the guy with the red hair, yeah. his father, Luke Perry. Yep. Yeah, I've decided to just give up this season. As uh, as uh, you mean that you mean I've in all broken, things, I've broken you. You have broken me over the course of the thirty six podcasts that we do. Somehow you've broken me, Pete. So uh, Fred Andrews, also known as Luke Perry, got shot. He has recovered pretty much, but Archie Andrews was shook by the experience. Yeah. He has decided to never sleep again and save his father however he can. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, a, a man in a mask that he like made himself came and shot uh, for Wait, his... What do you mean made himself? You don't know that. Yeah, it's got, got weird cut holes out of so? it. So that could be the look for all you know. What do you mean, like a fashion? Well, wait, wait, hold on. Let's talk about this a second, because everybody keeps talking about how the Man of the Black Hood is terrifying. He's the scariest thing you've ever seen. And it is the stupidest mask I've ever seen in my entire life. Also, why was Archie, like, it wasn't a... Ski mask. Ski mask. It was a hood. Like It wasn't a hood. It is, <laughs> it is a ski mask. Yeah, but it just seemed like such a weird specific to be like, yeah, hey... It definitely wasn't. A, that's what was so weird about that first episode. It wasn't a hood. Right. Well, so, okay, let's talk about this because it's getting into a little bit of Archie continuity, and I know we're blasting ahead, and we probably have to go back and talk about a bunch of other stuff that happened previous to this episode, but uh, there is a line of comics that are side. They're sort of not exactly the superhero line of comics that are side to Archie comics, but they're they're harking back to the vigilantes of like the 30s and the 40s and everything. Like Batman back when he used guns or the shadow yeah. or things like that. And that's, uh, that's the Red Circle books, right? Like that's the uh, line. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's the Red Circle books. The Black Hood is one of the first heroes, anti-heroes in books that Archie released that was a darkish superhero. So that's why they're calling it a hood, and that's why they're saying it a hood. The weird thing about it is why could it have just been a hood, you know? Right. Well, I guess if they're trying to adhere to the continuity, then it is. They're trying to just say that for our benefit. But the, the weird thing with that, Wait, using that is reference... is that true? Like, that's such a weird, the comic- very specific... Well, yeah, in, man. in the original, well, the weird, the secondary weird thing about this whole thing is in the original comics, the Black Hood, it was like a, like a hood. 
And then in the cur- current Black Hood, it is like a ski mask that has eye holes. Also, so, that's a weird thing, like in the middle of the... Archie TV show to be like, no, it's a hood because I'm talking about this thing that I mean, that's not really a part of it. Well, no, but they've been uh, they've been dropping stuff like that all along. Like they dropped, we talked about the last episode. They did, oh my gosh, a black arrow's name, uh, pure, pure heart. heart. Yeah, pure heart. Uh, and uh, back last season, they name dropped Madam Satan, who is the Sabrina villain. Turns out, which we haven't talked about on this podcast, they're having a Sabrina TV show that they're putting on the CW. Very which is cool, awesome. Yeah, based on the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina comic book, but they didn't know that didn't then. Did you think Sabrina was going to be on Archie or on Riverdale? Yeah. Maybe. I Maybe. think she I is. I just remember, oh, you still think that's going to happen. I think she, a person was cast to be Sabrina. They originally talked about having Sabrina show up last season on Archie as a surprise. That's kind of the rumor. But my guess is instead they decided... No, let's make this its own TV show. It's a good enough concept. It's a strong enough. You don't concept. think they'll spin it out? Um, I don't know. I think I think they will have a separate TV show and eventually have them cross over. Would be my guess. I would think there are so many episodes in this show this season that they're just going to start Sabrina and then they're going to run out of stuff to say. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think so. That was something I, I'll tell you. I was watching this episode uh, with my wife, and I turned to her during this episode and I was like, I cannot believe they have tweeted two episodes this season. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. too busy. Essentially, so much happens in the first two episodes. So let's yeah, finish up our this Black Hood. So this Black Hood discussion. Um, so it's the reason they're using this character is it's from the same like comic line as Archie. But the the point of the character was that it's the hood compels you to do good. Oh. And so it's not just that's the weird take here. Like this person is like it kill like tries to kill somebody. So it's like there are red mask in DC basically. Uh, you mean like Red Hood? Red Hood, Red yeah. Hood, yeah. Oh. The mask is uh, different. This is, than by hood. the way, this is uh, Pete doesn't read comics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so wait, let's uh, let's catch up on a bunch of things before we get into it. So we have yes. uh, Fred Andrews has been shot. Uh, Archie's struggling to deal with it. Veronica, he and uh, is dating Archie. They are like pretty close. Betty is dating Jughead. Jughead's dad is in jail for the uh, for being weird with the murder of Jason Blossom. He didn't yeah, kill him. He's but in jail for being a weirdo, which yeah. is a crime in Riverdale. Well, then everyone should be in jail because everyone's weird <laughs> in this town. No, but he he didn't kill Jason Blossom. He like hid the body and was running drugs and all sorts of weird stuff. So that's, uh, that's where they are. Uh, Jughead has joined the uh, Southside Serpents um, and well, has... No. no, he's not officially joined it. Yes, no, he's. They've done a couple favors, but he clearly said in the first episode, you know, it's. I'm not that into it. Ah, uh, cool. Well, he's in it. Don't though. put your opinion on recap. Just state the facts. That's not, I'm not. This uh, is an opinion. He's uh, wears the vest. I. I'm not wearing the vest. Pete, you hate us, but you've been doing the show for over eleven years, and I think you're part of it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So, no. yes. Nope. You're a, a midtown uh, serpent. So, uh, other characters, uh, Cheryl, uh, her mom burned down their house. and Well, were, no, no, Cheryl, Cheryl burned, burned it down. Cheryl burned that but, house. The mom she, was in it after their dad, her, her dad, yeah. hung himself because he killed her brother. Uh, and then, But she blamed it on the mom. Uh, the mom has burned all over her body, and she was weird to begin with. She's yeah, even and I'll now. tell you what. I would watch a whole show that was just called The Blossoms. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, just oh, just called Blossom. You should, watch, yeah, you should watch Blossom. <laughs> same characters. No, it's completely different. No, it's the same characters. No, the Blossoms are really messed up. In no, the, I remember last season, right before Jason Blossom died, oh, he was God. like, "Whoa." <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew that bit was coming and I couldn't hold it together. You couldn't stop it. He it was inevitable. It. Yo, that oh. bit's like a freight train. <laughs> yeah. Joey Lawrence is a freight train. Oh, man, I can't wait for you to bring it back six times. This episode? Six. Got you. Okay, yeah. I got yeah. you. Okay. Six. You're one uh, joke. Very cool. Better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what else? Who wants to recap? So we have other characters here. Reggie is like a local scumbag. That's it. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, we should mention, though, we have a new Reggie this season. Uh, yeah. There's an entirely different Reggie. Reggie, who uh, was on the first season, couldn't make it back for this season, so they cast a new Reggie. Um, I I like new Reggie better. What? Well, Already? Yeah. I, there, there was something always weird that didn't work about the Reggie last season. Like, they didn't know how to use him. He was not really the antagonistic asshole that we know Reggie is for the comics. He wasn't really the foil for Archie. Like, they had that one episode where they were both trying to get the jersey, but, right. like, yeah. it didn't quite work. Like, it didn't feel like Reggie. I don't think this, that was the actor, though. That was the writing. No, I know. I agree. Uh, but I'm saying... Whatever the reason, they have figured out the right way, the classic way to use Reggie, at least in this episode, and I thought it was great. Like, I was yeah. very happy to see this Reggie. I mean, I feel like they haven't done too much with him. There's a little bit more in this episode, but I guess we'll see. The only other couple things, uh, the uh, Mrs. Cooper, Betty's mom, is like uh, runs the local newspaper, and she's like a crazy person. And then we have uh, the Lodges, uh, Hiram Lodge, just out of jail, uh, up to no good. We should mention mustacheless. He yes. does not have a mustache. You yeah, take that very, so very seriously. That's very important to you. Yeah. I just want them to be true to the comics. Here's the thing, is that that's the way they've been drawn for years and years and years, and it's super, super important to me that they have mustaches. Here's the thing that you I'm going to talk be, about mustaches on a can, lot. Can I actually be like blatantly, brutally honest with you guys about something that I, something I just realized about myself. I kind of joke about it, but I actually do feel very strongly about Hiram having a mustache and uh, commissioner Gordon having a mustache on Gotham, but I will <laughs> fight to the death for anybody who's like, no, Spider-Man is always white because I'm like, fuck you guys, whatever. He could be whatever. But for some reason, mustache, is, is the part of my comic brain that gets hooked up. Do you, have, have you ever had a mustache? Uh, I did once for Halloween. Did you really love that? No, it was terrible. It was all scratchy on my face. I don't know what's wrong with you then. Yeah. Wait, uh, hold on. Can I ask a question? Pete, you have a mustache as well as a beard. How does that feel? I love it. Would you? I like the scratchy on my face. I've never heard you say something so earnest and direct. I also like the fact that uh, Pete and I are sharing a mic right now, so I feel like I'm interviewing him about mustaches. <laughs> How does that feel to you, Pete? Uh, thank you for uh, interviewing uh, me. I'm definitely the right source for this. Uh, yeah, I've uh, Great. Thanks so much. Back to you, Justin. <laughs> I've hey, always said a uh, beard That's Alex or mustache. on the mustache beat. Let's take it back to weather. Uh, we have um, some real weirdness blowing into Riverdale. <laughs> well, thanks for opening up and sharing that yeah no problem i don't know i guess it's i'm not uh racist but i'm a mustachist oh how's that feel to say out loud cool. oh my god really weird <laughs> glad we got into that uh yeah. let's get back into this episode oh, we good. finished the recap did we finish the <laughs> recap or are we just moving on uh we did finish the recap so okay. we started this episode with archie at home Losing it. Yeah, just being Batman. He's just been up for too many days. You're, you're calling him Batman because he's holding a bat. That's why you're calling him Batman. No, because he's also being vigilant and not sleeping at night. He's staying on watch. I wouldn't call him the world's greatest detective. No, I would not. And in fact, in this episode, I feel like I realized that Archie in Riverdale is Moose from the comics. He's like a dum dum who's like, I don't know. <laughs> 
And so much uh, of this yeah, episode. I, I think that's pretty accurate. Archie. Why can't people be dumb? That's, yeah, no, it's not, that's people not can what, be done. That's, yeah, what, that's what I'm saying. He just is. Saying. Okay, I'm just saying if that's his character, that's fine. That's cool. Why are you taking this person? Well, I just feel like, you know, if some people aren't as smart as others, that's not Don't like, point at me. I'm not being smartest. Well, okay, so in the I think I just wish he had a mustache. <laughs> and mustache. Thank you for saying smartest. I'm the smartest. You just called me the smartest. <laughs> you just called you me know the that's not what I meant. You said the smartest. Yeah, and I have the most mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so today's opposite day. Uh, what to translate what Justin is saying in the comic books, there's a difference between Archie's dumbness and Moose's dumbness. Moose's dumbness is like, I ate a bunch of rocks. Oh, blah. Yeah. like stupid to the point of why isn't he dead yet? Archie is a sweet, bumbling idiot. Like he, yeah. he's dumb in the comics. He's not the smartest kid, but he always means well and he tries well and he's not stupid to the point of in the comics. Archie understands social situations and knows what's happening. He just, like, messes them up. Yeah. And in the show, he truly has no idea what's going on at all times around him. It's They do capture the sense of Archie being totally self-centered, that everything revolves around him, and he has trouble seeing, I have to do something for Veronica. Hey, what's going on with Betty or anything like that? It's all about Archie. Yeah. Um, Which, the other interesting thing about that, and I wonder if it'll rear its head at any point this season, is... Nobody cares about that too much. Like, nobody says, Archie, all you care about is yourself. The rest of us have stuff going on as well. They're all very forgiving and nice about it, which is a very interesting thing, I think, about the Archie comics in general. Everybody is always very forgiving of that. And it's weird because it's like the characters of the show know that Archie's the main character. So it's like, oh, yeah, he's just... Being the main character. Yeah, but also, I don't think it's been a huge issue in, in the first season. I mean, this season's starting about him worrying about his dad and not what himself at all. Yeah. Well, he uh, he takes a kind of a bad turn this episode, though. He gets some heebie-jeebies or whatever. What are they called? Are you talking about Jingle Jangle? <laughs> 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 hey, you need that Jingle Jangle? <laughs> if you want to cure the heebie-jeebies, that's when you get the Jingle Jangle. Yeah, it's... It jingle jangle is a cure-all. Yeah, no, I've been on... I, I had a jingle jangle addiction for a while. Did you, uh, I I know, I remember you were uh, giving a lot of people sticky maples (laughs) in exchange for the jingle jangle. Yeah, man, what a great and terrible time in my life. Uh, You did really well, though. Yeah, thank you. I'm very proud of you. Crushed it on Instagram. It was great. Uh, Oh, man. Anyways, moving on. Yes. Well, wait. What do you think about the whole jingle jangle? It, it to me, it's well, out. We're skipping ahead a lot here before we get to the jingle jangle, but that, <laughs> it's ridiculous that they're. Sorry, oh. real quick. Can we say jingle jangle one more time? Yeah. No, I think we'll, it'll come up a fair amount of times. Okay. Great. Well, if we want to plow through, like, yeah, Archie's losing it. Uh, Veronica just goes in on the New Yorker cartoons for some reason. Yeah, that Man, was hysterical. But also, shit. I like. How Veronica, you know, we talked uh, last episode about how Veronica's mom completely switching. I like to see Veronica adjusting to her father, who is clearly a piece of shit. And I'm glad that she's a smart enough character to realize that. Here's what I'm missing right now with the Lodges. Well, there's a couple of things I'm missing with the Lodges. I love what Veronica is doing. I love that she's pushing back on her dad. That's awesome. Um, I love what they're doing with Hiram and that Hiram is finally in the mix. We talked a lot about last season where that was a piece in Riverdale and the Archie mythos that seemed to be missing. I'm bummed out. 
I'm still bummed out and even more bummed out about what they're doing with Hermione. They're just holding her character back. She was so good last season. And yeah. all she does is stand behind Hiram's chair and that's it. And it's especially weird because she had, from my observation of season one, she had legitimate feelings for Fred Andrews. Yeah. And now she's ice cold. Yeah. 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 Well, she's oh, I'm sorry. Is he the actor who plays Fred Andrews? I wasn't aware. Yes, definitely is. Uh, but I think, though, that that's going to come in waves because she is such a big character that I think it's just cooled off. Because I hope that I don't have to sit a whole season of her just being like, chair dressing because that would suck she isn't a fantastic character yeah I, I think they will do something with her the other thing that i'm missing but it's very early going for this and obviously they're on very two different paths is we gotta see hiram versus archie like that is so oh, classic to the comics it has to come up um and we haven't seen that yet well but like these characters aren't ever like building uh, a shed that archie can like totally <laughs> ruin like uh, Hiram, it looks like he's a potential murderer. Yeah, and right out of the box. Archie, like, has no skill set at all. So, like, I don't ever see... What are you talking about, dude? He can kind of play music, and he can kind of play football. Yeah. <laughs> cool. he's, ter- he's terrible at music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I would like to talk about real quick that, like, just because someone spray-paints something on the side... Of Pops, like, all of a sudden, it's a ghost town. Oh, they spray-painted it. Nobody's going to go there now? You, what the fuck? It's the death It's, it's not about the spray-painting. So this is last episode, uh, well, two episodes back, Fred Andrews was shot in Pops. Fred Andrews was clinging to life. Uh, and now everybody views Pops as a place where horrible crimes happen. They, yeah. it's, it's tainted because of the almost murder of Fred Andrews. So yeah, no. no, but that's fucked up. Hey, if you are grow up someplace, you go there all the time. Somebody gets tragically shot. You're gonna stop going there. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? Both yeah. of you would stop going to pops. What are you? You hear about Bruce Wayne's family getting killed in Crime Alley? You're like, yo, let's go to Crime Alley. Well, your Alley. first problem is the Crime Alley. Thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. First off, fuck that. I'm talking about two different. I'm talking about you grew up in a family restaurant with this guy, pops. He knows your orders. You go there all the time. It's a whole family thing. One person gets shot, and you're never going to go there again. No, okay. So the deal <laughs> is, uh, here's what I take away from it. What I take away from it is Pops is not, not obviously not like raking it in on his diner. You know, it's a little bit of a day-to-day business. So based on the fact that, like, okay, we we do the show at the Pit Loft weekly, right? So if there was somebody got almost murdered at the pit loft and shot, yeah. I feel like people would be like, hey, I don't know if I want to go there yeah. tonight. Remember when you murdered the fourth host of Comic Book Club? And like Dude, it was we weird for a while. Pinky sweared that we would never bring that up, you <laughs> yeah. fucking asshole. That oh, means nothing to you. Well, I'm sorry, but I just want to shout out to Jonas. Uh, uh, Jonas. We miss you. Great Love dude. you, Jonas. You had the best <laughs> opinions on comic books. Yeah. Fuck you, Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> way, you still we, hate him. we should probably mention that Pete shot Jonas. Yeah, the, that was the mystery of our season too. Is who shot Jonas? But in the first episode, it was yeah. revealed it was. We're Pete. like, oh god, who is the Pete-faced guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there was no hood necessary. <laughs> it was Pete all along. But Wait, also, so, if someone's <laughs> getting shot, everybody would know it was me. Yeah, out of the three of us. Yeah, uh, inappropriate right now. I'm just gonna say. Oh wow, jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, 
yes, you're right. You're right. Uh, so let's let's break down gun control now. The, cool. Uh, let's break down the episode like character by character. So Archie uh, losing it. Um, it goes through. Then in school, a teacher just like ice cold is like, "Hey, remember Grundy?" That was ridiculous. She that was a ridiculous <laughs> moment. Just jumped all over the place. What the fuck, man? You're like, well, "Hey, let's go character by character." Well, let's go through Archie, and then we'll get through the you, other stuff. You, <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Just jumping around's random. Like, let's just like play we've out. been jumping around randomly, and then you were like, "Hey, let's not do that." Yeah, and then you jumped randomly. That's right, because you know Jonas used to keep track of this show, and he's gone. So now someone else Dude, has to do it. You know, I'm the new Jonas. Sorry, I love you, Jonas. <laughs> Have fun in heaven. <laughs> Have a great time in heaven, Have dude. Have fun in heaven, Jonas. Fuck Jonas. Uh, why don't people say that more? It seems like heaven would probably be Have fun, fun in yeah, heaven. Yeah, have a great time. Have a, fu- have a neat summer. Uh, yeah, I don't know why change. people... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where you're signed the yearbook. All right. right, so anyways, yeah. So it turns out that to get news in Riverdale, you go to class where a teacher announces it. That, oh, by the way, this teacher used to work here, I'm randomly saying out loud in a class, is dead. Yeah. Yeah, that was a ridiculous moment. That was yeah. absolutely ridiculous. And uh, But, you know, it happened. Uh, it definitely <laughs> happened. Archie runs out of the classroom. He I'm w- sorry, I realized Pete said everything that I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we realized that, or Archie realizes that she was killed by his violin bow. Right. Well... Not a violin bow or something like a violin bow. Like, we don't know exactly if it was the one that Archie got. No, it was the one Yeah, it was the one that Archie. They literally yeah, no. lay it out. Yes. It, no, they, card, uh, they called Archie crazy like four times. They're like, Archie, you're crazy. This isn't anything to do with yeah, but you. but we saw the murder happen with the bow. And then in right. the, the, the previously on, we it saw... It was a, dark. You couldn't tell what that was. It was, it was it, like, that's a jello bow. That was... The, that was <laughs> What are you fighting for? You are, <laughs> what are you trying to prove here? I'm just saying. How many string instruments can you name with a bow? I don't know, but like, <laughs> she is a musician. She probably has more than one. In the previously on episodes, they showed Archie giving her the violin. I, just like, you've read enough comic books and seen enough movies and seen enough TV shows. Do you honestly think that we're going to get to this end of this mystery and they'll be like, well, Miss Grundy was totally unconnected. (laughs) That had nothing to do with anything. That's what I'm saying. That's not how stories work. Right, but that's the point that the cast is taking against Archie. Like He's trying to point out the threads and they're like, has nothing to do with it. So So why are you joining with them instead of Archie, who we know is correct? Yeah. I just I I was like you. Never mind. Would you close your eyes and stop listening when it's not <laughs> stuff that you firsthand? No, but I just thought that we don't know if that's the bow. They weren't like it's exactly the bow yet. <laughs> oh, cool. What do you? <laughs> we don't, what do you want? What do you? What are you waiting for? Proof eyes there. I, I just want to set the scene for you. You're, a I guess bit. technically it could have been another green-eyed man in a black mask. No, I'm saying it could have been a different bow. It does, we don't know what kind of bow it is. I, why are we <laughs> having this conversation? Let's move on. You are you are watching a uh, TV show that is a dark reinvention of uh, comic books where people regularly fall down into a pile of Advils. Suspend your disbelief a little bit. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that check. And let me just be honest. You don't have to suspend your disbelief because we saw her murdered with a violin bow and Archie gave her one. Okay. Uh, Great. Pete is on board. Pete, the world's worst detective. He's like reverse Batman. Man, he's like some sort of poodle, right? 
Pete the Poodle. Oh. Is that a thing? <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Pete Fuck the Poodle. You, man. Hashtag Fuck Pete you. the Poodle. Pete was a dog man uh, no. earlier on in his life. He would dress up for All right, so can we talk about the uh, Cheryl uh, Poison Ivy bit? I thought that was awesome. Okay, so yeah, so we have uh, Cheryl. Well, first off, we get some shirtless Archie in this episode. Alex, what's the count up to now? I know you keep detailed track. It's once per episode. I actually... Last it was, episode was actually twice, man. Wow. <laughs> oh, you changed. Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange how Pete is the biggest fan of Riverdale out of nowhere. I'm sorry that I keep track of some stuff, guys. Yeah. Well, so wait, he was, oh yeah, I guess he was in the shower and he answered the door shirtless. Yeah. I was kind of thinking about uh, doing a list of shirtless Archie scenes ragged by necessity to the plot, which wow. I thought that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. That's which, it. Not a lot of them not are lot related them. to not the plot. Not a lot of them, but at least one per episode. Uh, so you want to talk about Cheryl, you said? Yeah, and the kind of like badass uh, supervillain that she's turned into. Yeah. And they actually say out loud, like, oh, that was like Poison Ivy in there. Yeah, we get shit. But she, like, chokes out her mom. Like, she squeezes her oxygen to... Now, wait, can I say something about the Poison yeah. Ivy thing? This absolutely, 100%, almost definitely is not a reference, except it's a weird coincidence, because Archie in DC Comics just launched a Betty and Veronica meet Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy comic book yeah. from Paul Dini, uh, which is, and Mark Andreco, which is a lot of fun, but uh, I think about by now the second issue is out. So uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a tie-in. That's all. Maybe it's a tie-in. Uh, so we have, uh, yeah, we get the more of the Vixens, uh, Betty yep. and Veronica. Cheryl has been crazy just in these first two episodes. She's all over the place. She's like just, like threatening her own mother. And also she's like nice to everybody, right. like nice to Archie, nice to Fred Andrews. And then she's also super nasty when Betty and Veronica are just trying to get her to let the Vixens play at a performance to save Pop's Chocolate Shop. Also, it was crazy how uh, Veronica was like, wait. I thought I was running Vixens, and she was like, no, nah, I'm Cheryl. Fuck you. Yeah. I, I think she is a f- such a great part of the show. Yeah, well, so here, I, I want to put a little caveat on that, because I agree with you. I love her, and she is fantastic on the show, and every scene that she's in is delightful, how ridiculous and over the top it is. But I do think without the overarching Jason Blossom who murdered him question going on, her storyline is a little unmoored. Like, I don't think this early in the season right now, they figured out how Cheryl Blossom fits in to the overall narrative in the same way. I think they'll get there. I feel pretty confident about it because she is so good and clearly they do want to use her and they don't want her to just like fall by the wayside. Um, But right now, I don't know why she's there in terms of the overarching plot of the show. Uh, Well, I think we are. I mean, she does play a larger role in this this episode specifically. Uh, But I think she's there. She's the sort of chaos factor. She's the like person that they have to go to because of money or influence or something. Something the power that she has, and she is either on your side or totally not on your side. And I think she's going to be just the wild card. They have this, uh, so they get into the Jughead Betty story. Uh, Jughead, who is a member of the Southside Serpents, because uh, he wears no, the best. No, fuck you! What the fuck, man? Uh, he uh, stop it, doing that. His father is. This is just a recap. No opinion. <laughs> Uh, his father is in jail, and they, the only way they can get him off is they go to the serpent's lawyer, whose name is Penny Peabody, but right. she's a badass. Yeah. Uh, she's the, what they call, serpent handler, yeah. I think they call it, snake handler. Snake handler. And uh, Sorry, I should just mention, my daughter's name is Penny, and we named her Penny because we wanted her to handle a gang. 
Oh, wow. That's yeah, so this is kind of amazing for me. Well, you got to make sure she's watching this. Oh, my God. Every week we talk about it. She's got theories. She's got her own blog and everything. She's seven years old, but she's on it. Can't wait to get her on the show. Yeah. And what's their game? The Park Slope Penny Whistles? (laughs) What do you think? Uh, Uh, They're the uh, Penny Farthings. Oh, cool. Park Slope Penny Farthings. Man, they're going to ride those big old bicycles. Uh, Anyways. Uh, So um, the only way that they can, the lawyer's like, you need to get... uh, the Blossoms, who are sort of the, they're Evil. not really, well, they're not really charging him like he's been arrested and charged with a crime, but that the crime, it was against their family members. So they need to get the Blossoms to forgive uh, FP, and then he like basically gets out of jail for free, which is... Very strange plot. Very not, strange not plot. Not how point. reality works. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Betty and Jughead go and have a very weird dinner at the Blossoms, where they're like, "Fuck no, we're the weird. We're Grey Gardens. Yeah. Like we are angry people." Uh-huh. Uh, and then everyone goes and uh, talks to. They try to convince Cheryl, and then we go to a courtroom scene where Cheryl right away. Just, because courts have nothing else going on in Riverdale yeah. where these things going to happen right when they need them to be. And then Cheryl just very casually lies yeah. for them. Well, you got Cheryl's good like that. Like, she's an amazing Yo, you're liar. You're the biggest she's Cheryl a, hater of she, all. She's a jack of all trades. Like, she can, she can lie in front of a court like nothing. Yeah, no, I know you love that. Uh, uh, I love that scene. I thought that was great. I mean, it, it is ridiculous. The legality of it makes absolutely no sense. But clearly there's nothing else going on in Riverdale other than what's going on with Pops and this trial of FP. That's the only thing anybody cares about. <laughs> yeah. Of course, that's important for... Is Jughead, by the way, is he still writing his book? Or is he just narrating things occasionally? He's just, just chatting. Yeah. yeah, He's yeah. got to run the game. But I would like to get back to the Jughead Betty situation because... Betty, sorry, could you call it the bughead situation, please? No, I will not. Uh, you have a real bed bughead situation, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Betty just is like, yeah. Sorry, uh, how's your apartment? How is that going with the bed bug situation? I don't have oh, I think he's bed, interviewing uh, you, bughead. Oh, how are your mustache bugs? Uh, so, anyways, Betty is like, guys, guys, <laughs> what? Are we doing? We're cool for fighting for the drive-in, but we're not going to fight I for just pops. Just interrupt for a second. Uh, how is your mustache situation? Is a great way of picking up girls. Just, it's a really good line. <laughs> Thanks. Cool. Thanks good, for that. Good stuff. So, uh, yeah. So Betty's like, "What the fuck? Are we sitting around being all mopey yeah. for? Let's fucking save pops." Betty has a very active episode. She's like, "I'm going to save FP." Betty I'm being save Betty, pops. She's so she arranges to have. A couple people show up, and she has a concert with um, with Josie and some of the Pussycats. But for some reason, Cheryl also just sings. Well, with because them. it's Cheryl, she can do what she wants. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, uh, she sings. Everybody comes, uh, and Hiram Lodge throws some cash down Throwing twice. He throws money. cash down, and then we find out later that he secretly has purchased, bought it, bought it, uh, which is not not great. So what are you... Well, let's talk about this in the context of season one. So in season one, one of the big overarching plots was that... Well, well there were two things. Uh, not two things, sorry. Uh, there was the uh, drive-in theater that Jughead actually lived at <laughs> that it turned out Hiram Lodge had bought and was doing something with. Yeah. He was doing something with that land. And now he owns Pops as well. What do you think his plan is? What, do, what is he aiming towards? Is it just... 
buying Riverdale or it's got to be something greater than that, right? I mean, if this were the comics, he would be opening just some sort of money-making situation, like a hotel or right. like a Starbucks. It's uh, got to be something darker than this that, This feels though. darker, though, and I don't know what it is, but that's why I think, you mentioned this last episode, I think, we need the flashback episode. Yeah. We need to know what the relationship is between Hiram, Fred, the Coopers, like who hates who and why. Because that, I think, points to why Hiram would want to buy up the town and sort of exact revenge on whatever but hurt him in the he, past. He has been playing Monopoly. I mean, you, you looked at Luke Perry's site. He tried to buy out all that yeah. shit. He's been playing I know, with he got, like He got Park Place. Grabbing. He got Waterworks. Like, he's going to yeah, be... Yeah, he he's... Is, yeah. Uh, that's you why I, I wish to land on uh, free parking. I wish that Pop could have Pasco and that's covered well, all the The way they're playing the storyline, and this is not at all how I think they're going, but if this was a supernatural type show, he'd be buying different plots that eventually you connect them to the portal to hell or something like that, you know? Right. Like, that's how it is. And that's how I feel like they're kind of playing everything more than anything. But obviously, that's not what's going to happen. So. Yeah, again, I'm just really curious to see how this plays out. And I feel like now that he is in the mix and now that he is in the cast, that has to play out in some way. We have to get answers this season about what he wants. Uh, and I think we will. I think that's oh. definitely... He's a big player, I think, in this season. Because the way they're making the the Lodges, it's like their creep factor is way up. Also, like... They are very much in in cahoots because, like, Veronica's skeptical, which I'm very happy about because they could have easily made her be like, oh, my daddy's back and I just trust everything he does. Uh, And I'm glad she's very skeptical. But also, like, the moves that her mom made when she was like, oh, I wrote that letter. It's like, bitch, you didn't write that letter. Yeah. There's a quick little back and forth lie that happens. Yeah. And then Hiram thanks... uh, Hermione for lying to Veronica for him. Right. Uh, Family first, they keep saying. Yeah, and then also, like, Veronica Smithers is looking out for her. He kind of gets caught by her dad. All of a sudden, Smithers is gone. For a younger, hotter Smithers. Right, and I'm like, Veronica, you know that's not right. You know that's not right. Yeah, you got to back your butler to the bone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All I'm just saying is you got to know your dad is shady as fuck. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of that house. Yeah. That's what Justin said. He said you got to back your butler to the bone. Yeah. That's means the do same thing you're saying. Do I need yeah. to say anything I got My bad. I guess I didn't uh, realize it. A couple other stray observations from the episode. Um, it's pretty, like, the Southside Surfers are a pretty well-established gang to have a lawyer on fucking yeah. retainer. Well, they clearly, they own parts of Riverdale. Right? Yeah. And as we've talked about, uh, last season, Riverdale is ridiculously huge with a lot of stuff going on in it. So it's, there's, there's, uh, they own the South Side, right? Like they own the high school, they own the but White it, Worm. That's the, yeah. what uh, Mrs. Cooper said. She was like, "Oh, great, uh, yeah. Betty, you just fucked us all." I mean, they have most of the South Side now. They're getting uh, pops, but it's yeah, and it was crazy that she said you fucked us all. Yeah. <laughs> on network <laughs> television, not I was very, very surprised. Not very motherly. It is weird though because. The serpents seem like they're a mess all the time, like the characters, the the people. So their reputation and their infrastructure feels like they are like a terrifying gang. But the actual people are like, hey, Jughead, you're the son of a guy in jail. We beat up this idiot. Why? Just because we did. <laughs> Just because we're serpents. Like, the, it's a yeah, weird. It's, well, it's they, you see some of them and they're not at work. But then, and they're 
drunk and crazy, but then when they put in their time, they're very smart and diligent. Yeah, like all great gangs. Yeah. Uh, one uh, other thing. I, I want to say, what did you, because I thought of you when uh, there was a nice moment between Jughead and his dad in the uh, court, like hu- hugging and being like, oh my God, we did it. Yeah. Nothing everything. for you? Well, that whole storyline was so crazy and felt oh, so whole, rushed the, uh, that I feel like I, yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's, I've, I thought of you between this uh, Jughead and Veronica, excuse me, chill sesh. Oh, yeah. Where they were like catching up with each other. Uh, that was kind of cool because you don't see those two just alone. Yeah. They're the like ones that uh, they're like sort of in each other, but they don't. And in the comics, Jughead doesn't like Veronica. Right. Because of her influence on Archie. So, yeah, it, it's sort of nice that everyone has their own little relationship. But as I said last episode, I think this thing's going to get blown the fuck up. But also, you know, I just remembered uh, Mrs. Cooper goes and bribes the coroner. I don't know where she keeps getting the money oh, to bribe yeah, coroners. Right? But that's how she finds out that it was a violin bow that killed Grundy. Yeah, but which violin bow? I mean, she plays violin. You're a fucking crazy Or cello, person. right? It's cello. Uh, it's cello. I, I don't know. I guess it is a much larger bow. It could be any bow in there. Yeah, it's a, it's a cello. Also, bow. the killer could bring his own bow. You, you don't know. Oh, yeah, like a cool vi- uh, <laughs> cello bow killer. Yeah, that so... That is badass. Uh, they save Pops. They have a hell of a blowout, hell of a show. Everything's going great. And Archie's then, been driven mad by his hotness. R- well... His lack of sleep and the may he may or may not be on drugs. He is on Jingle Jangle. Well, do we know that? I don't think so. He may have bought some. Yeah, we no. see him buying a gun, which is great. So yeah, one of the very last moments. If we- you haven't slept for a while and like maybe doing drugs, yeah, definitely buy a gun. That's a smart move. Yeah, very interesting that he was he bought a gun from Dilton. Like Dilton's not Dilton Doily, he's not the gun runner, I would think, but he bought a gun from Dilton. Also, there was an interesting shot where they were at Pops and Archie was looking at him, and I was like, Oh, I wonder what's going on there. He didn't go outside, good thing, because Mrs. Cooper was watching to get his gun then. He waited till later. Mrs. Cooper sees a drug deal go down between Reggie and Midge. Yeah. Earlier on in the episode, we had a short scene where we meet also, a new Also, Don't Midge. do a drug deal in front of a restaurant. Yeah, where there's yeah, the, where windows. Do you, where do you do your drug deals? You, alleys, man. Alleys is the yeah. best way. Crime alley. <laughs> That's and a again, bad... again, watch out when you're in <laughs> yeah, crime don't alley. Don't go to crime alley. Honestly, if they just put a couple cops in crime alley, it would really change the but game. When I'm they worried should about... rename it cop alley. <laughs> what I'm worried about is that Archie... safety alley. Archie already jumped the wrong person, and he's clearly seeing things. So now he's got a gun. He's going to shoot somebody. He's going to randomly shoot the wrong person. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a weird choice. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be one of those things where Archie learns a lesson. Also, him. crazy ending. So let's talk about the end. Uh, the ending was insane. Yeah. So we. Uh, can I just say something about the yes. ending, actually? So, uh, again, I was sitting on my bed watching it with my wife and yeah, checking. Yeah, you have a wife. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I've been That's waiting really so nice. long for you to say congratulations about that. When that ending happened, I literally, this is probably louder than any other show that I've ever watched, went, no, 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 no. I'm usually the one screaming at my television. It's nice to know that other people do. I, yeah. I can't believe that happened. Like, I cannot believe that happened. So, that was crazy. Well, what happened is uh, Midge and Moose, well, first off, 
if anyone's seen the movie Zodiac, uh, we get the Donovan song uh, for the same song from the movie Zodiac is playing. Moose and Midge are like doing jingle jangle and uh, hooking up in the car. Uh, old Black Hood guy walks up and just shoots them. That's which is, which is nuts. You can't kill Moose and Midge. Wait. That's Grundy is fine. Nobody cares. But all of a sudden, Moose and Midge go out, and you guys are losing your minds. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. We okay. just met Midge this episode. We okay. I mean, we knew Grundy more. You guys didn't care about that. No, well, but that's a different Grundy, and the old actual Grundy had already died and been replaced by sexually molesting Grundy. Uh, and uh, and great this... action figure, by the way. <laughs> yeah, she has, she's gonna uh, never mind. That's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> I self edited. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Like they're classic Archie characters. You can't kill them off. I mean, but I guess technically they may not have been killed, but they were. Yeah, it had could definitely be a shot. Luke Perry dream sequence. No, sure, I but that was, was not. that was crazy intense amounts well, of shooting. And we just talked about the fact that they have twenty-two episodes for this season. They have just gone like Fred Anders got shot, Grundy Dude, got killed. So much happened in two episodes. Yeah, it was. I mean, I can't. We got to slow down. Like, I can't take this. Speed up. Well, let's, let's uh, get crazy. Yeah, let's kill everybody. Let's kill them all. Uh, is there anything else we need to talk about with the episode? No, I mean, I think that's that's everything that we that was in it. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, the last two things that we always talk about on every episode of Riverdale After Dark. Let's kick it off with who do you think shot? Fred Andrews. Uh, who, who do you think the bla- Black Hood is? Well, uh, I mean, it's gotten more complicated here because what motive could possibly link up uh, all these things? Now, uh, to go in on the Black Hood, well, to go back to what I was talking about last episode where I think Jason Blossom is mixed up in this and Archie being mistaken for him because he wears the same jacket. He sort of replaced Jason on the football team. Like, there's a lot of similarities. They look alike. Uh, if this Black Hood is trying to, if he is, like, being compelled to do the what he thinks is the right thing, shooting Jason Blossom, who was dealing drugs, who was, like, caught up in this criminal world, uh, that makes sense. Grundy, she's definitely a criminal. Like, she is molesting boys. And then Midge and Moose are, have just bought a bunch of drugs and are doing them. So I think this could be like a misguided vigilante thing that we will eventually uh, learn. So it doesn't really point to who did it because I don't know what character looks like that So we asked you who did it and you went on this long-ass rant and then said, I don't know. I'm giving you motive based on a lot of evidence that we've seen. Yeah, but you still don't know who did it. Well, I don't know. Take a guess, motherfucker. We're asking you for a guess. We don't know a person that has those green eyes, Right. All right, so what I'm, who I think it is, is it's a man who is part serpent, part man, clearly in the serpents, and yeah, that's why his eyes are so crazy. Oh, okay, okay. so it's you the didn't... original serpent? Yeah. 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 So you didn't like when I gave sort of a like, thought-out, like, evidence-rich uh, discussion of what I thought well, was and, happening. After you guys you were... said, a serpent man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. Well, after you, you guys went on a rant about like Sabrina the Teenage Witch is happening, uh, also the Black Mask, Black Hood, whatever reference. So like clearly this world is so much bigger than I even realized. So now I'm going to Crazy Town. Cool. Great. 
Thanks for your I, I'm also going to go with Snake Man. <laughs> cool. well, I guess I'm outvoted. Well, let me tell no, you this. Okay, all right. Uh, my actual guess, uh, I, th- this is, I don't even necessarily believe this, but I'm going to say Chief Keller. Yet it wearing uh. contact lenses because he's the only person we know is devoted to law and order. There was if, a weird shot. I felt like there was a weird moment where it was, it kind of felt like that. Yeah, just only because we know it is a older man. It's not a teenager. We can tell yeah. that by looking at the skid around his eyes that we can see through his terrible hood. Um, and who would be devoted you to... You are good with picking out eye skin. I have. <laughs> That's one thing I've always known about myself. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, he... We have heard repeatedly on the show that Riverdale is spitting out of control. Law and order is not holding. Uh, they can't do anything about everything that's going on. So to have Chief Keller say, I couldn't solve this uh, murder of Jason Blossom. I can't stop this. I need to take it to the streets and be a vigilante makes a certain kind of sense. I don't know that I'm totally convinced of that, but that, like you said, I don't think we have a character that totally makes sense for the motive yet, but that's the one that's closest to me. I like that theory. Uh, the only other person I could think of that could be on that list would be Mr. Cooper. Uh, uh, I don't know what color his eyes are. Uh-huh. But yeah, and we haven't seen him yet this We season. haven't seen... I mean, I think he was in the background, maybe, in the sure. first episode one with the hospital, sort of lurking. He, in season one, did some vigilante stuff, if you remember, when he was, like, yeah. gathering, stealing evidence. But I think uh, killing people, and particularly Moose and Midge, is a huge step up for him. Like, he was... No, uh, I'm saying super being... Douchey. Being compelled by the, the, I'm saying vigilante heightened by the Black Hood. Oh, you think of, it's actually the Black Hood? Yes, I think the Black Hood in in the comic book it, it compels you to do these things. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna go there though. Like, I don't think we're gonna go to magic. I think it's somebody who will. I'm not think. saying it's magic, but yeah, I'm saying it's that Why is you what think they will no say. No magic, but Sabrina the Teenage Witch is totally fine. I mean, that's Sabrina. Yes. She's she's a teenage witch. It's in her name. Riverdale yeah, exactly. is just a yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to worry about it. All right, let's move on to the last thing we're going to talk about this episode only. Who wins? Who gets your heart? Betty or Veronica? Pete, you go first. Betty all day or day <laughs> because Betty steps up huge in this episode. I dare one of you guys to say Veronica because fuck you. Betty saves pops. All right. Betty is the only person holding this whole group together, calling the shots that need to be called. She's an amazing character, and she's killing it. Well, let me just throw it back to you. By your own logic, I think the person of the episode is Cheryl. Because she says... That's not on the... It's Betty and Veronica. The menu is what you make it, motherfucker. And what I, that's what I, whenever that's I go in a restaurant, that's what I say. No, that's not uh, I say the menu is Waiters what I... Waiters love you. Exactly. Uh, Cher- Betty may help orchestrate shit, but Cheryl's the one that executes. She gets FP off. She's the one that sings with the Pussycats because Betty won't step up and memorize the song. Uh, I'm not going to go... Ro- We've seen uh, Cheryl and Veronica being in uh, Pussycats. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time before Betty... No, Betty doesn't have the chops. How dare you say that? You take that back. You don't know if that's true. Have you ever seen her sing a high C? Maybe. You maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I see is. I've seen her do some crazy singing. Uh, Betty sings like a dying bird. I am going to go with Veronica for this episode. I, here's the thing is I... Wow, defend that answer. I just don't think 
Betty is the Betty that I want to see in this show yet. You know, oh, I think wow. she's she's doing a lot We're of stuff. We're talking about just this episode. You said it yourself, just this episode. Yeah. Fuck Betty. What? <laughs> Dude, she did so much in this episode. I know, but Veronica's pretty cool, right? So Yeah. I mean Veronica's the best. And Cheryl. No. <laughs> and that- the mayor. <laughs> Oh man, the mayor is pretty. Was so mean in this episode she for was no mean. reason. We didn't talk about it before, but the mayor, the Jughead and, and Betty are like, "Hey, we have a couple questions." She's like, "Yo, I'm going up these stairs right yeah, now. I, I don't have time to talk to you." Do you see me going upstairs? Fuck all you. Yeah. She was super mean. I can't imagine a town like that has a lot of business that she needs to run around to on a daily yeah, basis. I don't know. Riverdale's huge yeah, though. There's at least forty to fifty thousand people that uh live I there. guess it is uh that she club does have is a busy huge at three o'clock in the afternoon serpent problem. <laughs> yeah. And she has some sort of mystical snake man who's wandering around with his black coat that proven. compels him to do things. Not proven there's witches, yeah. zombies. It's all there. It's a crazy town. And you know what? It's a crazy podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Riverdale after dark. I know. How do I do it? How does he do it? How do I do those segues? Nobody knows. Guys, tune into my segue podcast, <laughs> which uh, you can check out right after this. Ah, uh, good. Yeah, good, that was good, pretty good. good. good, 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 good. Uh, if you do like this podcast, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in New York at the Pit Loft. That's totally free. You can come Bible chat about Riverdale and other things. Also, our Patreon, patreon.com slash comic book club. If you want to support this show and other shows that we do, Pete, what else do you want to plug? Uh, friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have coming up on our show. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com. And uh, don't grow a mustache. Young Smithers for life! <laughs>